Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the movie council is now in session. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Movie Council Podcast. My name is Tim Sherry. I am your host. We are back for another week. We're getting back at it. We're, we normally rec- This is a weird day because we normally record on Friday nights, but we are Sunday afternoon, mere hours before the Super Bowl, where uh, three of the four panel members here, their boy is going to be playing tonight, my boy TB12, so we're excited for that. But we're going to bang out this podcast first, and it's going to be a good one because it's my pick this week, and we are doing... Pick a movie. All right. Hey now. And I and, and I know. I know we've done pick a movie a lot. I feel like it's a staple of the podcast because it's my one of my favorite things to do. So I just love the idea of it. I love uh, having other council members watch movies that you love that they've never seen. And then uh, I, I think from the pick a movie episodes we've done, I've gotten the most feedback from people who said, "Oh, I love that conversation you guys had." So I went and watched that movie. So hopefully they will do that tonight, and uh, that'll be the result again. But of course, like always, before we get into that, and uh, I know DP, you got some stuff to get through too. Well, let's go around the let's go around the panel. Let's talk to the boys. Let's talk to the players, and of course, let's start off with the co-founder, the COO, one of the best movie guys I have ever met in my life, my big bro, the hot shot banker, Mr. Andrew Sherry. How are you feeling this week? A week later, how are things going? Um, I'm feeling, you know better good good supposed to go back to work tomorrow so we'll see how that goes i'm just you, uh, i mean you look great your uh your beard is wonderful uh mm. i like you're stroking it right now i'm like i'm a little jealous that i don't get to stroke it myself I love it. <laughs> all right and i'm excited for this week uh, i'm excited for uh, the movies we're doing i know there are uh, some of them are near and dear to you so uh we'll, we'll, we'll definitely get into it. it'll be a good time all absolutely. right absolutely Let's talk about the social media mogul now. Another one of my big bros, a guy that I owe after this weekend, uh, not only dinner, but maybe some extracurricular after dinner for Ooh, everything you A little you and road head uh, on the way yeah, home. Yeah, you're, uh, you and your lovely girlfriend helped us with this weekend. It was, it was really amazing. He is the producer, the social media guy, the chief boy toy and my big bro, Mr. Dan Sherry. What's going on, buddy? What is up, you fucking no cunt? <laughs> so I, I've noticed in listening recently, we have not been using the word cunt nearly enough in these past really? couple episodes. Oh, yeah. wow. It's only like once or twice. So yeah, we, we, we got to. And especially after watching the movie I watched. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, that movie. Uh, yeah, yeah that, we need more cunt. Yeah. Yeah. That show. that word is used quite liberally in that in that movie. <laughs> so uh, we'll get into what that movie is in a few minutes. But of course, before we do that. You guys know what it's time there for. You've waited for it. You've waited for it for, for nine days now. I know you've been waiting. We're going to swing it on down to Charlotte. Let's talk to my boy, the handsome, sexy, sultry, smooth-talking southern gentleman, Mr. Marky Bound Around. What's up, man? Not much, dude. Appreciate it again. Um, yeah. Just had, uh, yeah, a normal weekend, normal uh, work, week work, week of work. 
Mm-hmm. Words. Yeah. But yeah, man, I'm ready to get into the podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I'm just throwing off my game doing it during the daytime on a Sunday. Right. Yeah. It feels I know. Weird, doesn't it? I, I know. It does feel really weird. And we're definitely not as intoxicated as we normally are on Friday. Yeah, night. I don't even so have a beer right now. Yeah. So I guess we're going to have to see how this goes. I don't know. If Ooh. this is going to be boring if we're not drunk, I, I, I don't know. But uh, like I said before we went on the air, I do appreciate you guys being flexible for all you. Uh, rabid listeners out there I, I had to move this weekend and it was an absolute clusterfuck of epic proportions so there was no way i could have uh, done this the last couple of nights so again i appreciate you guys being flexible and getting this done i didn't want to skip another week i know there were people that were were uh texting me and you know when the week we did miss oh, where's the episode i don't want to go through that again so uh uh I'm, I'm excited to get back after it tonight but uh like i said before we're doing pick a movie we'll get into those in a minute but uh dan you got something for us I, I do. I got another message from uh, from one of, uh, well, I think slipping into my favorite listener. I know where yeah, you guys nice. are at, but yeah. Bearded Thigh Tickler had a oh, response. Yeah. Ooh, so he reached boy. out to me and he uh, said, Bearded Thigh Tickler 69 here. Sorry for the late listen. I had a busy work week. Sorry my job isn't telling people you can do it. One more set. Push harder and junk. (laughs) Boom. Burn on Rachel. Although I am fat and could use a trainer. But anyways, more importantly, Timmy. Boom. Burn. Since you clearly love this Rachel chick so much, since you mentioned the same story twice with two different outcomes about your favorite listener, Rachel, I bet she was invited to Thanksgiving. Can't say Uh, the same here. (laughs) Boom. Burn. Yeah. So to answer your question, yes, I have seen Thank You for Smoking, so you can suck it. Boom, burn. <laughs> when, <laughs> when did that come up? The Thank You for Smoking thing? Yeah, oh, because uh, when you mentioned Rachel had seen it and oh, okay. see it too, so we could uh, have them have their dueling reviews of Thank You for Smoking. So. Yeah, and, and we... Uh... We have, yeah, I mean, I guess, is, is that going to be the battleground we draw? That's yeah, you know, I think that's... we should. We should have right. them each reach out with their, you know, little short review that we can uh, rate, and well, we'll see who the winner of the duel is. I think that's a good idea. I think that's a great idea, and we'll, we'll, we'll definitely uh, get into that. I don't know if we should wait a week for a response. No, I was going to say we should wait a week for a response from Rachel to that, because I I have a feeling she's not going to be thrilled with that. Uh, but, I, I think you're right. But I will after this. After this, uh, uh, after we finish recording, I'll I'll reach out to her and see see what she thinks. All right, and we can. Uh, right. That's 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 a good idea. So, uh, guys, anything Excellent. else? Any anything to get off your chest before? I mean, man, he's pissed. He's pissed at me about Thanksgiving. There's a lot of burns thrown out there. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? Yeah, I think he just felt like burning everybody. Burning that shit to the ground. What do you mean, everybody? It was me and Rachel. You and Rachel. Yeah, Yeah, that's everybody. (laughs) The three of you did not get hit with anything. Yeah. Why are you so mad at me? Like, what did I do? Just because. Well, you know, you are the CEO. So, like, you know, top down, I guess. He's my godson, for Christ's sakes. I mean, like, uh, (laughs) ah, all right. All right. Well, you know what? Maybe that's... that's the problem. He was a little, I don't know, just just to get a little more personal, he was a little butthurt with me uh, last week, just so you know, because when he sent out that group text about the Super Bowl squares, remember I left the conversation? Oh, yes. Oh, he was butthurt <laughs> over that. So that might, it might have come from that. I'm not, I'm not sure. It was just that I was busy at work and the phone, my phone was blowing up. And so I'm like, I got to leave this conversation. So I just left it. Gotcha. And gotcha. He's, he's angry now. So, I mean, well, <laughs> fuck, fuck me. Right. All right. 
Well, all right. So, uh, guys, anything else to get off your chest before we get into this? AJ, you good? You wanna you wanna rock this shit? Yeah, I'm I'm good to go. All right, then. How about you fire it up? I wanted you. Uh, Word. Uh, AJ, you uh, you had. Go ahead. What do we do in the movie that I picked exactly. for the other the person? Oh uh, yeah, you guys want to do sexy bees first, just so we can yeah. get right into the C bomb. Do it. All right, AJ. So I. I picked the movie. Um, oh, I didn't write my notes down for that. Um, <laughs> Sexy Beast came out in 2000, directed by Jonathan Glazer, starring Ray Winstone, Ben Kingsley, Ian McShane, a few of the lesser known actors. It's basically about this guy who uh, was a lifelong criminal and he's retired living in Spain with his beautiful ex porn mm, star wife. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> Cougar get it. Um, in ground pool, sunny days, laying out, and he gets recruited for a job by this relentless gangster who he used to work for um, by mm. the name of Don Logan, played by Ben Kingsley. And uh, it's not a long running movie, it's about 90 minutes, but it's the movie lives and dies by the performance of this <laughs> maniac that Ben Kingsley plays, this unhinged mm-hmm. psychopath um, with no filter and no regard for other human beings, just single-minded you know, uh, tunnel vision, wants this guy to do this job. The guy insists that he's retired and things just escalate from there in a major way. And I guess I should kick it over to DP. And I had him watch this film. He's, this is a film that we had uh, Don Logan's, the character Don Logan as a, um, a villain in our um, Badness Madness bracket. And, you know, DP had to pass on voting because yeah. <laughs> he hadn't seen it. So I decided to take the opportunity to have him uh, watch yeah, it. Yeah, so, DP. DP, before you go, I just want to say I am so interested in what you thought of this movie. Because me and AJ have been literally talking about this movie for 20 years. It came out in 2000. Like, we've been talking about it forever, how much we love it. So I'm really interested in what you thought of it. So, okay. Uh, I, 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 I hate to disappoint you. I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. I, I did enjoy it. I thought it was great. And I did. I loved Ben Kingsley. And... Uh, Although he did, he got kind of annoying at points. But uh, Gal, like get uh, what's his name, Ray Winstone's character, I found him to be much more uh, interesting and entertaining than than Don Logan. But I, I did love uh, Ben Kingsley's performance. <laughs> there are points where he just like the back and forth with when, when Gal tells him no, and he's just like yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, he just kind of, he kind of sounds like a petulant child, but it, you know, it works because, like, similar to what we we're talking about last week with uh, with John Wick, when just the name John Wick like scared everyone. Yep. When you know they're at the beginning there when they're out to dinner and she tells him that Don Logan was calling for him, like there's just a silence at the table and everyone's like, oh fuck no. 
<laughs> and it and he is like he deserved to be in that the badness madness bracket because he yeah. was like fucking scary and crazy and it definitely the type of guy like you try so hard to like not piss him off because clearly the littlest thing sets him off so you gotta you really gotta tread carefully around this fucking guy mm-hmm. but he also he ended up kind of yeah, I mean, spoiler alert, but kind of getting killed a bit early in the movie, in a sense, because there's like a whole lot happens afterwards with, uh, you know, Gal trying to cover up the fact that they killed Don yeah. <laughs> or his wife killed Don. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of shows like uh, what an asshole Don was, because at the end of the day, the people that he worked for, mm, didn't really care that he got killed (laughs) like they they made it clear at the end to gal that yeah we know you probably killed him and we're just gonna let you go home and you know take your share and get the fuck out of (laughs) here so but it was there were i loved the story uh i loved most of the movie there are little parts that kind of got to me like a little bit of that, um, like when a director's trying too hard to look artsy, you know, with like certain shots and whatnot. So there's a little bit of that that got to me. But on the whole, I thought the fucking story was great. Uh, I thought Gal was awesome. I thought Don Logan was so fucking fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And like I said, and his, his liberal use of the word cunt is very endearing <laughs> to me, clearly. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's why I figured you would love it so much based yeah. on that alone. But yeah, so I did, like I said, I loved him, but like I said, when he got to that point of kind of just like acting like a child, like no, 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 it, he became less scary and like more annoying, you know? It was like, you so. could just tell they couldn't stand this guy. They were just <laughs> yeah. so right. They were just, they were, they were just yeah. so done with him, especially yeah. Yeah. the wife. And, you know, there was all those, you know, the references to, um, you know, they have the, 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 the couple, the friends. Yeah. The, uh, the, the husband, yeah, the other, he the, how he fucked and he, his wife. And he, yeah. yeah, he fucked the other guy's wife yeah. and he's just becoming a real pain in the ass eventually. Yeah. And I feel like, to DP's point, I did enjoy the Ray Winstone character, and I feel like, yes, Don Logan's character died a little too early, but I think the film got better as as it went on after his death, just mm-hmm. because I think Ray Winstone's character did a good job of uh, playing his part. Yeah, the moment he, you he saw really that he went seemed like a criminal at that point. Before that, right. like as he's retired, he, he didn't quite seem criminally, but when he's there lying to these people's faces and just like acting like nothing the scene happened. When he, the scene yeah. when he's having breakfast at the hotel and Ian McShane shows up and he's mm-hmm. he's in the middle of eating and he's yeah. lying while he's eating. Like yeah. he's just so casual about it because yeah. he's a criminal. And yeah, lies, I, I love that. Know. And I got to say, Ian McShane, fucking great in this he role. He was very film. good. Yeah, guy. I really, again, like, uh, he reminded me of his John Wick character too, you know, that kind of guy that's just above it, but clearly the guy in charge, you know? So uh, on the whole, I did enjoy it. I actually probably will watch it again too. Like if I'm scrolling through and I see sexy beast is on, I'm going to, I'll watch it. So it's definitely, 
a a, a movie I would recommend. But there I are... didn't I didn't love it as much as you guys did. See, I I loved it um, for all the reasons you guys said. Yeah, I loved Ray Winstone. I thought he was awesome. Um, but there are some there's some scenes in the movie that really stick out to me. And the ones that really stick out to me are the ones with Ben Kingsley. Yeah, AJ, the, that scene in the diner, mm. it's a very casual conversation and he's eating, but it's like super intense at the same time because you know what happened and he's trying to hide. And it's he like, knows what happened. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. he's just trying, oh, what? Oh, he asked me for a job. I said, yes, please. You know, like it's just it's really like, oh my God. Like, But, the, but he the, plays it off in a, in a very convincing. So good, yeah. I mean, yeah. not convincing enough because, you know, they knew they he knew. did it. They know, but the the scenes that stuck the the scenes that stuck out to me the most were the ones with Ben Kingsley. Like, do you remember the scene where he's just, you know, basically, you know, yeah, he he doesn't want to take no for an answer from from Gal, and but Gal just keeps saying no, I can't, I can't, I can't, and then they all go to bed that night. I remember he's just standing in the mirror, just fucking shaving with no shaving cream, mm-hmm. and he's just like, and then he storms into Gal's room and just beats the shit out of him. There's that. There's the um. There's a scene uh, where he's just emasculating Gal right after that, where he's just talking about Dee be, being the porn star. Dirty Dee Dee. Remember that? Like, it's yeah. super awful. And then there's the whole thing on the airplane. Remember when he tries to go that's, home? That's my favorite scene. <laughs> is him smoking a cigarette on that airplane and just being a cunt Just threatening it. people. And then <laughs> yeah. and then they take him off the plane and they're in there interrogating him. And he said he'd been, like, sexually assaulted by somebody on the plane. Like, yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> god like he is such a twisted individual like it's so fucked up yeah. i love that movie i remember going to see it i talk about it sometimes where i you know I, when i was like a 19 20 year old cunt and i was like i can only go see indie movies at kendall square in cambridge <laughs> and that's where i went and saw it and i loved it there i thought it was such a great movie actually i might have saw that at lexington flick that old school theater mm. it's been around since like fucking 1320 or like whenever yeah. movies started when they were, I don't know. It's been around forever. And um, it actually was in the movie, the fighter. Yes. That's right. he take, yeah, Mark he, Wahlberg takes the date there to the, yeah, and then, flick. yep. And then they started showing it there because of that. So yeah, that's yeah. actually a cool little theater. It's old right? as fuck, yeah. but it's, it's, it's really cool. So I love that movie, but uh, yeah, it's AJ's thing. Go ahead. So. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, what else you got? I mean, Ben Ben Kingsley was nominated for an Academy Award and a Golden Globe for Best Supporting. He was great. Mm-hmm. Um, Did he win the? He won the Oscar for that, right? No, or just no, a no, nomination. No. Oh. He was nominated. He won like the Critics' Choice or something, uh, but he didn't mm-hmm. win for that. No, he's won for oh, some I, other things. But but yeah, he was great. Uh, don't get me wrong. Actually, I thought he was great. I just. It, he got a bit annoying at, at See, those points scenes, and became less scary. You know? Those scenes didn't annoy me. I mean, those when he was just like, yes, yes. Get, like that didn't, <laughs> that didn't, I was like, I was terrified of that fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still am to this day, 20 years later. Like I am terrified of that character. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, I loved him. So. I do feel like the film um, uh, on, you know, I watched it again this week and it, it did you know, strike other chords with me in like the second half of the film, as I mentioned, the stuff with Ray Winstone, who, you know, because Ben Kingsley's character is so bombastic and so, you know, his personality takes over the film in many parts, you know, the nuanced performance of Winstone didn't shine through for me the first uh, few times I saw the film, but when it, when I watched it this week, it, it certainly did. So, mm-hmm. Great, great, great movie. I love it. Yeah. Uh, you guys, um, AJ, you have any questions for DP or DP? Uh, any any other further comments about the movie? 
No, I, I think I, I covered it. Like I said, I liked it. Uh, what, what do we do? Four stars or five stars? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can go. We can, the three of us can do it. We do five stars. I just All have right. a quick, quick, yeah, yeah. like, sort yeah, of like weird thing. Okay. So when they're going like under, you know, they're in the um, bathhouse or whatever, and they're going under. That's like, weird. Why didn't they just drain the fucking thing? It's so weird. I, yeah, I don't. That's I don't understand. There had to be some reasoning behind yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't. So yeah, I, that I, whole I was thinking was that the whole time. I'm like, why don't they just drain the fucking water? I'm like, and why <laughs> is it in water? Like, what? I, I I've never seen that in a heist. Well, movie they were before, like. they were cutting through another place to get there, right? Yeah, yeah. The place next door or whatever. But yeah. why don't they just drain it? <laughs> Maybe that would arouse suspicion or something. I I I don't I, know. Yeah. They, they you know, never explain it, but yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. I, I don't get that part. But uh, yeah, so it, it, it did make for cool. some cool shots, though. Yeah, like that whole cool. yeah, that scene yeah. was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, when he finds the, uh, you know, the earrings uh, for DD and all that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we got, the three of us at least can do a rating. And Marky, at some point, you need to watch that movie. I think you'd like it. I know right. we spoilered the shit out of it for you, but it I'll is. I'll forget uh, it in 15 minutes. Yeah, that's true. Um, so DP, what do you what do you like on, on a five star scale? Um, I, I think I'd have to watch again, but from uh, like I would think just under four, but I'm gonna give it four stars because I think it uh, I it's got such rewatch ability. Like I do want to see it again, so. Yeah. I'll go with a solid four out of five. Yeah. Uh, in all honesty, if I can jump in on the rating, um, that's a top fifty movie for me. So that's a that's oh, a four wow. and a, that's a four and a half out of me. Wow, AJ, where are you at? I'm splitting the difference there. I'm yeah, at like, four point two five for sexy. All right, beast. all right, all right. Uh, so uh, AJ, DP, great job on sexy piece. I again, I love that movie. And uh, for anybody listening tonight, I know we spoiled a lot. Is that a word? Spoiled. It is now. Spoiled. Yeah. Biatch. Um, uh, I know we spoiled Spoiler a lot for you, but yeah, I like that better. Uh, still go ahead and watch it. it, it just it, just for the acting performances alone, it's it's still absolutely worth uh, seeing it. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up now. And uh, I had Marky this week, and I picked a movie for him that I'm really hoping he liked because I absolutely love this movie. It came out in. Um, uh, 2007. It was written, directed by Scott Frank, which I, I we can get into him a little bit too because he's had kind of a an interesting career because he's more of a writer than he is a director. Uh, and this was his first directing movie, uh, but it's starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Jeff Daniels, uh, Isla Fisher, um, Matthew Good, Bruce McGill, and that's called The Lookout. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays the lead. Uh, he's this kid that um, he had been a former like high school hockey star was gonna end up going to the pros and all this stuff. And one night he gets into a car crash with um, some friends, like two girls and a guy because he was being stupid. He shut the lights off in his car. So they see the fireflies while they were driving down the road and they smashed into like, what was it? Mark, he was like a track combine. Oh, yeah. Combine, they smashed yeah. into it. And uh, like there was farm. some, some people didn't make it. Uh, he, he made it, but um, I actually looked it up on wikipedia he was left with anterior grade amnesia and anger management uh that's what they say it was so basically he has trouble making new memories and sequencing things together so he starts you know a few years later starts getting his life back together he's taking these classes to try and um uh, learn how to sequence again so he can build up his memory and try to you know uh, rehab his brain and he ends up um it's kind of weird he's working at a bank as an overnight cleaner and he falls in with this bizarre, not bizarre, but this kind of like 
shady group of people and um they eventually talk him they're criminals turns out and they basically talk him into helping them rob the bank and um you know of course in the series that unfolds shit goes awry and um there's a lot of you know uh, there's a lot of fallout and him with his um amnesia issues is all fucked up on this about it and he can't keep things straight and uh his his uh his roommate is jeff daniels who plays a blind guy they live in like this halfway house kind of deal together because they're both disabled and he gets involved in it and it just it spirals into this crazy thing in which i think has this amazing ending i think it's wrapped up really nicely i fucking love this movie um rotten tomatoes it's 87 percent from the critics it's only 74 percent for the audience which i thought was a little disappointing but i was a huge huge fan of this movie so uh marky i'm interested to to know what you thought of it um well i don't want to hurt your feelings but i'm gonna be brutally honest and two in a row Uh oh i didn't care for this movie okay um you know to me it was just uh it was cliche and corny okay um and uh just was looking up the director and you're right he's got a quite the extensive career as a writer Mm -hmm. and uh he's doing a little bit of direct more directing now but he um I, th- I felt like his writing was a little bit uh, spotty too. He did. Did he? Did he write the? He at least directed the movie Logan. No, he was a writer on that movie. Yeah, he got an Academy Award nomination for writing yeah. for Logan. That movie I thought was fantastic. Yeah, but he also did the previous uh, Wolverine movie called The Wolverine, which mm-hmm. I thought was incredibly corny. So okay. I mean, it's you know, like I, I feel like he's just kind of he's in and out, um, and I. In my opinion on this one he was out it was just to, it, at times to me it felt like it was a b version of memento with uh joseph gordon levitt's character having like this uh, hard time remembering things you know um one thing that immediately stood out to me was the he carries around this card in his wallet mm-hmm. that says hello my name is uh chris pratt which his name is chris pratt by the way that's kind of funny yeah and chris um, pratt actually uh, tried to get the part and he got to did he? yeah that's what i was thinking i was like <laughs> surely chris pratt was around at this time yeah yeah he didn't get it he tried out yeah um but he thought he, 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 thought he was a shoo-in so right? sure yeah <laughs> he's like um, the role was written for me he's, he's got the name <laughs> it's absolutely true that happened yeah um <laughs> i yeah i believe it that's hilarious but he carries the character that Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays. He carries around this card in his wallet. It says, "Hi, my name is Chris Pratt. I've been, I've had had a terrible head injury. I, you know, have problems remembering things and blah 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 blah." And on that card, it says something about like not using the stairs or an elevator. Mm-hmm. So one, I'm not sure how the hell he ever gets to the second floor of anything, except he is banging Isla Fisher later. Like he made it to the second floor, so I guess I'll just follow the girl anywhere. And then two, he's always driving his car around. Like he's he he's got this car that says he can't take the stairs, but he's able to operate a car. So a little bit odd. But um, Jeff Daniels killed it, by the way. Like mm-hmm. Tim was saying, he plays a blind guy, and well, everyone knows that Jeff Daniels is great, but he played a very convincing blind person. Um, he actually did training at like a blind institute leading I would up to it. Think so, dude. Yeah. He, like yeah, if you had never seen him before. 
you would just assume he was a blind guy. Yeah, it was pretty harrowing the, the, the point where a bullet goes off and he doesn't know if he's dead or not. He starts asking, am I dead? Because yeah. he just he just can't see anything still. Yeah. That was like a really harrowing moment for me. Like when you think about it, if you're blind and you you hear a gunshot, how do you know if you're dead or not? Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's that was that was fucking scary. You have to but... yeah start patting yourself down and see if like anything's wet because <laughs> yeah. that'd be yeah it'd be fucking weird. The yeah. the I had an issue with uh, some of the other characters. Um, you know I I don't know. Like I said, I get it was just. It, little bit corner for me so like isla fisher is part of the uh bad guy bank troop and she is the she plays a role that's like supposed to like entice uh joseph gordon levitt's character with you know with like a honey pot trying to bring him in kind of thing yeah and then i guess she ends up catching feelings for him or something and well then she, she knew him. she wants out she she, she knew she, she knew about him because he okay. was a, he was a big hockey star and she was from the well, area. see and i couldn't uh uh there's uh, the the main the leader of that criminal gang um matthew good i actually liked him in this he did well yeah i like yeah. him too bone um, was Matt- annoying but yeah the rest of the crew was stupid um, <laughs> yeah, i'll give you that i'll concede you that one Fine. yeah the, yeah and i i did think it was kind of funny how they got killed off pretty fucking quick except for uh bones who was supposed to be like the scary guy that never talks I imagine Bones is probably a friend of the writer director. They just like not to be too cheesy, but literally threw him a bone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so that guy, that's what I wasn't quite sure about because that guy, the uh, Matthew Good, the leader of that crew, he's talking up Chris Pratt's character. He's like, Hey, aren't you Chris Pratt? I dated your sister a little bit in high school. And then like later his sister's like, I don't know who that is. Yeah. And Isla Fisher remembers him. So I didn't know like how many, which one of them was actually making shit up and which one wasn't. Yeah. It was a um, small town. They all kind of knew each yeah. other. Yeah. I got the impression that Matthew good knew who he was, but he was bullshitting the rest of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah. I didn't know if Isla Fisher was kind of doing the same, you know, just bullshitting them. Um, but, uh, and it was kind of, you know, it, it was a little bit surprising for me that the uh, deputy that ended up killing half the bank robbers, mm. it was a little bit surprising for me that he ended up getting killed with the type of movie like i said this movie to me was just seemed cliche um he his character that deputy is talking about how his wife literally just had a baby like that day or the day before and then he ends up getting executed by these bank robbers that seemed a little bit out of out of the ordinary for this type of movie to me you know usually that guy you know as an audience member they they make you feel emotional about him like oh i just had a baby like they're not gonna let him die no he yeah, gets they just blast with a shotgun and yeah they just or they just knock him out cold and leave him you know like yeah sure yeah, yeah yeah um but no so that was a little bit uh unusual All right. um so marky let me let me let, let me just let me say this you're absolutely entitled to your opinion of course you know you're an esteemed <laughs> colleague uh-huh. uh but here's the thing. If you go into a movie just looking for all the flaws, I'm sure you're going to find all the flaws. And mm-hmm. that's that's what you do as a human being in general. You just try to find flaws in everything because <laughs> you're an insufferable prick. And this yeah. is what you do. All right. Yeah. And that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. That's your thing. That's your thing. It's fine. It's fine. Good luck for the rest of your life with shit like that rolling around in your head. All right. That's fine. All right. But well, what I'm saying is uh-huh. I thought this was a, uh, a really uh, – 
I thought it was a cool movie, and and I don't think it was a a, a memento ripoff. I mean, I think the no. two movies. I think the two movies are extremely different. I think this movie has. Uh, I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays a really convincing guy, uh, guy with a with a with a a, a bad brain injury. Uh, that kind of figure. Finally, he str- for me. What I love about it the most is he struggles all movie, and he can never quite figure it out. And then at the very fucking end, he finally sequences everything together and figures it out and blows fucking bones head all over the goddamn cement <laughs> which was so amazing remember he shoots him through the fucking bag with the shotgun yeah. that is so awesome I, that's one of my favorite scenes in any movie ever because i just i love when he finally gets it because he's he's struggling with the sequencing all movie long that's a it's a it's a theme the whole way through and he finally fucking gets it right at the end when he absolutely has to and saves his best friend from dying i thought that was really cool and i like the fact also that even though they did him and isla fisher did catch feelings for each other they didn't do that lame thing where like maybe at the end like she just shows up and they're like a couple like you know i that's an easy way out as well i didn't i wouldn't have liked that I think there were a lot of good decisions made in the movie. Yeah, listen, there was some cheesy shit. I did not like the whole thing where he was kind of keeping an eye on the girl that was injured in the crash. That whole thing was completely yeah, over was the top. They should have just left that out. I'll give yeah. you that. Absolutely. Or just let her die as a as Yeah, a I think that whole thing was just, okay, it was overblown and it was too much. But overall, I, I really fucking love this movie. I just, I, I think the, the performances are great. Uh, you know, other than Bone, he can suck a dick, but the uh, the rest of them, and and like uh, like I said, I think Scott Frank has some great moments. Wolver, uh, Logan, and he also he wrote Out of Sight, which he got nominated uh, for an Academy Award for, and he also wrote Get Shorty. So I mean, he's uh, yeah. he's a legit dude, and I, I thought the writing was on point. I thought the uh, I mean the directing maybe was left a little to be desired, but again, I think I think it's a good flick, man. I don't know. Yeah, and I could see how um, this movie came out in uh, 2007, mm-hmm. um, and I could see how this movie might, you know, if if you would have watched it fresh when it came out, I, I don't know, like it, it could have meant. I could see how it like meant some more to you, but for me watching it now, it just, I you're right in the fact that I see like all the flaws, and I just don't see it as. I'm wondering if you're holding it more to a, a higher standard because of nostalgia, because I just, I don't know. It, it didn't click for me. Well, I but. mean, that's, I mean, we've talked about this before. That's because you're dead inside. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. don't, don't you guys love this thing that I do? I've noticed this thing that I constantly do on the podcast. If somebody doesn't agree with me in a movie, mm-hmm. I just immediately attack their character. Right. And I just <laughs> love that. It's such a mature, appropriate response. I'm pretty sure you <laughs> you've used the uh, same description on someone else that disagreed course, with you. Just, you just course. told yeah. them that they were dead inside, and we all know that you don't like good stuff and all this shit. <laughs> it's a very common tactic yeah. that I use. Now, in all honesty, I, I actually agree with most of what you said. Some of it is cheesy, absolutely, but I, I think the really the good stuff was kind of phased out the cheesy stuff personally. Yeah. But yeah, you know, and- if, if that stuff stuck with you, like kind of stuck in your craw, I've definitely been there myself. So I, I know that too. Yeah. So. It's um it was it was just a little bit too uh corny for me, I guess. But you're right. Like there was some uh it was a unique enough story. And I guess all I meant by it being memento is just the the fact of his uh had a hard time remembering shit. Um, I don't, I don't truly, you know, wasn't trying to compare the two, but um, yeah, and it's, you're right. It's a little on the nose at points too. I'll, I'll give you that. Absolutely. There's, there's flaws. Absolutely. There's, there's, mm-hmm. there's flaws in the movie. It's just, yeah. And you're right. Maybe at the time when I saw it, it was like, it just, 
especially the ending. I just love the ending so much. Maybe that yeah. stuck with me hard, but I don't know. Yeah, I, in, I, uh, yeah. There's so what in the in the um, Matthew Good, the character. I guess like uh, he just kind of like bled out at the end, yeah. like after he kills Bones, and then like he, he they just like push him to the ground. And he just yeah, just leave him there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that too. But uh, I w- yeah. I will say this, by the way, uh, DP. If you want me to pour a little fuel onto the fucking movie podcast fan rivalry going oh, on let's right do now, it. yes. Uh, Rachel <laughs> texted me the other day saying that she was snowed in during the whole thing. Uh, the 20 inches of fucking snow we got where I live. Um, and she got like, can you give me some movie recommendations? I'm going to be snowed in for the day. I just want to sit around watching movies. I gave her the lookout. That was the first thing. Two hours later, I get a text. She's like, holy shit, that was fucking amazing. So yeah. there we go. There well, we go. So, maybe, so maybe we kick Marky off the podcast? <laughs> no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, if she's looking for an edge in her fight with Cameron, she uh, has it based on the lookout. Gotcha. Well, um, and you start at least in your your opinion right that's what i mean that's 25 percent of the panel the other way so right when you uh started talking about this movie you mentioned that you know it's got like an 80 something percent on what imdb and 70s or rotten tomatoes Tomatoes. so yeah it's it's well reviewed um the the fans didn't like it the audience didn't like it as much so 74 with the audience but yeah i mean would you at least give it three stars out of five Uh, I was thinking about it earlier, and I was uh, honestly going to give it like a two out of five. Nah, that's fine. So wow. give it like a, I, I wouldn't give watch it... it again, and I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Honestly, right. I, I just it didn't it didn't hit for me. See, okay, because I, I'd give it four and a quarter, and I would recommend it to everybody. So yeah. I agree, right. disagree. Again, I'll, I'm done attacking your character for now because I'm done. <laughs> you know, uh, but I'm sure that you know there's more where that came from at some point. Yeah, my yeah. the key was for yeah. now. Yeah, and plus, yeah. and plus, I'm one of those people who kind of like stores. Oh, I know like this. Yeah, in the back of my head, and I'll bring it up again at some point. Uh-huh. Believe me, but uh, <laughs> but no, again, you're welcome to your to, to your opinion, and and you're right about some stuff. So I'll I'll concede some of it. So I love the movie. I recommend it. Marky doesn't. Uh, I, I, DP or AJ, have you seen The Lookout? I have not. AJ, yeah, I, saw, I saw it. What do you think of the lookout, AJ? And pull your mic down so I can hear. So, um, yeah, I watched it a while ago, and then I watched it again this week. Uh, turns out I, I wasn't working at all this week, so <clears throat> I watched mm. a bunch of movies. And uh, I thought, like, another one, not a long runtime, um, so everything's kind of got to fit in that, I don't know what it was, hour 38 or whatever it is. Um, it was a pretty tight film. It was definitely well acted. Jeff Daniels, to Marky's point, great job as a blind guy. Just as usual, he's just mm-hmm. such a solid actor. Uh, total pro. Um, and TWI agreed there's a good setup mm-hmm. with the sequencing, like where they do, where he finally gets it. Um, and they've been, they were kind of, you know, working that the whole time. And then, you know, the, the cop throwing a monkey wrench in the heist, you can sort of call that back to when he's, when Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character is kind of cruel to him. And I think the whole point was to keep him away from the, the bank. Like, Hey, you know, I don't want your, I can get donuts myself if I want or whatever. And then he goes in front, he drives by the donut place and, you know, they had that little moment before that and then he circles back. So you knew that was coming. I don't Mm. think it was necessarily telegraphed, but I like how they did that. Uh, Obviously the last 30 minutes is where, you know, um, 
the business picks up, the heist goes sideways, obviously, for a, f- a number of reasons. Um, I do like the shot when the cop is looking in, he's trying to, he's knocking on the window, he's trying to get, you know, Chris to come to the door and he sees the uh, reflection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can see like, they're like hiding. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Was, yeah. So I, I, I like that whole thing. And I thought that was a good shot. And I like the film yeah. overall. Well, I do. What I would like you give it out of five? I give it like 3.75. I yeah, you're gonna you're yeah. gonna need to see that. I like you're gonna need to I see liked it. Put this to rest. Hey, that's a good call. I'll watch it this this week. Because Marky, just so you know, right now I'm winning because right? it's me and AJ. <laughs> I'm uh-huh. winning. Right, and and your uh, your biggest fan, Rachel, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. I'm mm-hmm. sure bearded thigh tickler is gonna send me a fucking t- you. Yeah. Sam and I, when we were so we watched the movie together, yeah, and. We were just ripping on the movie the whole time. Well, it's, Sam's on the council too, so you do have backup. Yeah. yeah. And she she was uh the whole, you know, every once in a while she'd be like, Who recommended this movie to you? I'm like, oh, it was your uncle, it was Tim. And he's yeah. like and she was like, Yeah, why? But yeah, but she's more know. she's more dead inside than you are. So I mean, like, I don't <laughs> That's you married. Yeah, um, I mean, of course she is. Now yeah, I'm going after you, her character. You see, it's, uh, yeah, it's yeah. common with me. It's just over and over. It's just if, what I do. If, if Dan comes back and says that he likes it, then I'm going to have to get her on here to back me up. <laughs> yeah, you might be outnumbered, uh, DP. You're going to have to. You're going to have to see that, bro. Uh, um, all right. Well, uh, Marky, uh, uh, agree to disagree, but spirited conversation. Always love it. I, I, I in all honesty, I bust well, your balls, but I, I take any opinion. I really do. Sure, and you know, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be fun if we agreed on all movies right yeah for the most part we're right down the middle on everything yeah i think i think sometimes there's a little too much ball washing going on here Uh with the four of us so no i i I did the you know you and me can uh, in all honesty if i kept going with my character assassination on you this could have gotten even more nasty i have a feeling if we really (laughs) if it's me versus you yeah yeah, yeah, i think but but i think for the sake of everybody we'll just we'll call it I've we'll got some things it, that I said agree, in, in the privacy of my house that uh, yeah. I'm not repeating right here. So. <laughs> <You're> right. <Yeah. laughs> it's fair, which is totally fair, which I would deserve. So, yeah. Um, all right. Well, again, uh, great call. I'm happy you watched it. I appreciate you doing that. Yeah. And uh, hey, you didn't like it. You didn't like it. I'll get you next time. Listen, I had yeah. the last time I had you, you had, you had Clue and you loved it. So, yeah, yeah not, not everything can be once we're warriors. You know, that's very true. I yeah. will give you that. That's fucking. <laughs> Speaking of which, I, I still need to watch yeah. that one. But Speaking yeah. of which, DP, uh, do you want to go ahead with your movie? I because I I just get to keep talking uh, because yeah. you have me this week. Yeah, let, let's let Timmy roll on because uh, I picked a film for him that uh, to me is one of those ones that's just kind of like you can't call it underrated because it uh, you know got a ton of Oscar nominations. Yeah, 10 Oscar noms. Uh, The reviews are super high. Even the audience reviews are super high. But it just seems like no one's seen it. And it's one of those ones you'll never, like, be, you know, watching cable and see it's on somewhere. Weirdly under the radar. But it is a phenomenal piece of filmmaking. And it's called uh, Mastering Commander, Far Side of the World. It uh, stars Russell Crowe and Paul Bettany. Pretty much, that's it. I that's mean, about <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah that's really yeah. like everyone. A bunch of people, a bunch of, a bunch of, a bunch of UK actors we've never yeah. heard of. Yeah, yeah. 
that all did a great job by the way they all might be dead we wouldn't know (laughs) but it's uh it's set during the uh napoleonic war uh it's like the early 1800s and And dp it's it's based off a book series right yes there's a a whole bunch of books uh based on the character that russell crowe plays uh captain jack aubrey lucky jack as they call him and uh he's the captain of a british naval vessel in the early 1800s and uh this film is all about uh they are chasing and being chased kind of going back and forth uh by this french ship which is like bigger and faster and and is more powerful than their ship but kind of mysterious too like mm -hmm. yeah the newer one not quite sure what it's all about and they're trying to catch it and um but what i love love about this movie is just how beautiful it is like Mm -hmm. the the cinematography is fucking amazing and the uh like the costume design and the set design is amazing it's so well done what part of the world is it that they're sailing around in for the most part uh it's like south america area galapagos right yeah yeah they they end up down at the galapagos uh actually fun fact one of the uh i think it's the first film that was given uh right to actually film at the galapagos They, they did do some i mean not all the Galapagos scenes were filmed on location, but they did do some on location shots in the Galapagos. Nice. So. But uh, it's, yeah, they, they chase this boat around this, you know, around South America, and uh, I might as well spoil it. So, <laughs> yeah, <we've> <laughs> they the do end up, I mean. yeah, they, they end up catching up with it and have this just, uh, it, it kind of reminds me of like Saving Private Ryan in the kind of the realism of the battle and they show just the brutality of what like a naval battle yeah, is like with rough. the cannonballs yeah. and just the wood splintering everywhere and impaling people. So uh, a really, really well done film. There, there are parts, I will admit, uh, it, it gets a little tough to follow because they try too hard to you know make it realistic so like all the you know sailing lingo they're using i i don't know what the fuck they're talking about half the time mm-hmm. but uh the payoff at the end makes it all worth it so but i loved it i shocked that it doesn't get as much recognition now like but i it's one of my uh at least in my estimation, one of the most underappreciated, I guess is a way to put it, underappreciated films come out in the yeah. past like 15 years. So, Tim, I I picked you to watch this. What what were your thoughts on this? So so overall, if you take if you take everything into account that you take into account for a movie, I didn't think it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um I thought the act, I thought, you know, Russell Crowe and Paul Bettany were good outside of that, you know, yeah. Um, mm. I thought the story was sometimes dragged a little bit at times. It got a little yes. annoying. Right. However, if we're just talking like the filmmaking, like the, like the, like the, everything that kept the cinematography, the, the, everything that goes around just the, the 
making of the movie and everything that went into the effects and the editing and the mm-hmm. and the sound and everything that part of it is a fucking masterpiece it is one of yeah. the most beautifully shot movies i've ever seen in my life um and like you were mentioning dp to your point uh the details the little details that were going on all throughout the movie was just fascinating to me because I know I don't know shit about this. I mean, right. like I mean, the inner workings of a ship in the Napoleonic War. What the fuck do I know about that? And right. the fact that they were so specific about every single thing, like the the amount of thought that went into every second of the movie, I thought was really really brilliant. And yeah, it was a nice payoff at the end. Um, again, spoiler alert. I wish uh, I wish there was uh, a little bit extra because remember there was that little dupe at the end where right. it was that guy was really the captain. He pretends that the guy that's dead. Yeah. It's the like they set it yeah. up for a sequel, but we never sure. got yeah, a sequel. Yeah, I, so. I wish they had maybe <laughs> added 10 minutes so Russell Crowe and that guy could have a conversation. Right. Um, that that's that's it. But I thought that was really cool. I thought I actually thought Paul Bettany was awesome in this movie. Like he was my he was favorite great, huh? character. The ship he, doctor. He was so yeah. good. And that that scene after he gets shot accidentally when they're trying to shoot the, the albatross mm-hmm. um when he when he re- extracts the bullet from himself and even like russell crowe in that scene who's like you know the big badass captain on the ship he's all like sweating and it looks like he's gonna throw up and the big right. guy in the middle is like like he's got like he's like, like starting to shed tears that scene is like yeah. wow is intense um so i really like that and actually i actually like that little kid that got his arm blown off i i, oh, I like yeah. him a lot um is blake, blakeney, blakeney yeah, I, yeah i like that kid a lot he um and i actually like the whole um because at one point russell crowe gets so pissed off he's like i've never seen a string of bad luck like this he gets so mad and they all start thinking that that kid Hollum is the uh is the jonah like he's done yeah curse. he's bringing so bad kid, luck yeah so the kid jumps off the fucking boat with Kills a cannonball in his hand and drowns like yeah whoa what? like that's holy yeah. shit so look i loved it i thought it was really good there were things i didn't like but overall mm-hmm. i really loved it and the fact that yes it was a, uh, nominated for 10 academy awards at one wow. two two yeah one two and of those two, at least one they they beat Lord of the Rings. They you, yeah. when you when you steal from when you steal, uh, especially uh, especially a technical award from uh, Lord of the Rings that year, you fucking earned it. So right. uh, I thought that was really great. And um, you know, it, and if Lord of the Rings had not come out that same year, that movie probably would have won five, six, seven, eight Academy Awards. Yeah. So uh, it just <laughs> it was uh, bad timing. Uh, right. But I loved it, Dan. I thought it was a great movie. I'm happy you picked it for me. I was a big fan. Good, yeah. Like I said, I feel like it's one of those ones that no one's really seen. Yeah. And they kind of should, you know. It's, I knew of it. Like, I always yeah. knew of it, but I just never saw it. Yeah, so. and that's how I was for a while. And I yeah. finally watched it. And I'm like, man, this is so well done. Real was, solid flick, man. Really why does good. no one ever watch this movie? Yeah, yeah. That movie, to me, also kind of felt like uh, like a piece of like old Hollywood where it's just the scale of that movie. It was right. massive film production. Yeah. I don't know what the yeah. budget was, but it was everything on that, you know, they, they had the boat, like at, at least mm-hmm. a few of those ships. Huge yeah. galleys. They were actually ships. built to specifications of yeah. those old ships. Which of is course. Filmed, That's yeah. what I mean. The details were so, yeah. I mean, and they, they filmed on the, on, in the sea and everything. So yeah. And like uh, DP was saying earlier, just the, uh, the costume, you know, the uh, everything. Mm-hmm. Again, going back to the details, uh, just a, and just this the scale of the crew to the cast, you know, massive is all these actors on set at one time. 
Um, the, the soundtrack, I don't know if you mentioned that either, but the, there's a phenomenal oh, yeah. soundtrack as well. Yes, very. I, I really like the, the, the soundtrack and they were playing the, uh, was it the, the Tchaikovsky one that mm-hmm. kept being played over and over? Or maybe it was yeah, Bach, one of the two, but yeah. One it, of the things um, that I enjoyed about the characters also was the, uh, the class difference, I guess you'd call it. Because mm-hmm. so, like that you mentioned that boy earlier that had his arm blown off and the one that killed himself there, uh, she just waved back <laughs> there. Um, they're, they're, you know, they're kids, they're little boys, but they're also like some sort of like officers, like they're officers in training. Yeah. Right. And then there's, yeah. there's a bunch of old guys on the ship that are, it, you can, you can tell that the, the boys come from money because they're being groomed as officers. Right. Um, and then yeah. there's these old guys on the ship that are lifelong sailors. that are just rough. And, you know mm-hmm. tumbled dudes and that one boy that tim was talking about that kills himself he is uh one of those blue blood officers but everyone starts blaming him for the string of bad luck so yeah, he me- takes yeah his me- own life. remember a guy doesn't salute him and kind of shoulders him a little bit mm-hmm. and they and russell yeah. crowe sends him down to the galley to get whipped like yeah yeah like and that, that actually spawned actually one of my favorite scenes of the movie between uh paul bettany and russell crowe and they have that argument about why he did that and he's like well Mo- men need to be governed like that whole scene like yeah. i agree and uh like i i, I thought i i really loved the um that that kind of relationship between those two they were like mm. a yin, they were like a yin and a yang with each other but they were best yeah. friends and they yeah. loved each other they were like legit best friends respected so. each mm. other but also so like much but they were so different yeah. but yeah i love that i love that yeah um so. and, and I, not to uh, keep harping on it too long but the one of my favorite parts about the the movie and i'm sure it it has to have been pulled from the book, which is the intelligence of uh, Russell Crowe's character, Lucky mm. Jack. And yeah, really, like the he intelligence really is. Uh huh. Yeah, like super, uh, like a, really good at commander. what he does. Yeah. Yeah. And not just him, but his uh, opponent in that French. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a chess two, match. Yes. Absolute chess um, match. Yeah. Back and forth, and then eventually Russell Crowe wins, but at the same time, kind of doesn't because the guy gets away. So that's yeah, what yeah, Tim was, was talking yeah, about how it yeah. set, sets up for a sequel. But yeah. no, but it's I, a great movie, yeah. Marky, I remember reading this thing too about, um, you know, obviously I never read the books or anything, but I guess in the books, he is a, a brilliant strategist and a great hero mm-hmm. and all this stuff, but he's like, uh, intellectually, he's kind of an idiot. Like, I guess mm-hmm. he in the books, he would always fuck up proverbs and things like that. Like, he would make like kind of like Biff Tannen, how Biff he would fuck, you know, like just like that. He would, he, he, he would in the books, he'd fuck things up like that. So, like, I huh. guess that was mm-hmm. that was another thing. So, Russell Crowe definitely didn't do that in the movie, but uh, mm-hmm. that was, I thought that was an interesting thing. So, yeah, but but uh, AJ, you've seen it, right. Watched it this week, yeah. Of oh, course, nice. you did. yeah. For the first time. Well, what and, were your thoughts on it? And um, so you guys just touched on it. I really enjoyed um, the strategy, the naval strategy, the um, the chess match, as it were, and then the culmination of that is that final plan they put together mm-hmm. um, to pose as the whaling ship and yeah you know to come up alongside them and then just rain hell on them yeah <laughs> and then yeah. board them and the mm-hmm. whole thing and it yeah they it were pretending into, they were the whaling ship remember they all got like the trench yeah. coats on yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that take they have all the yeah. hats on yeah. like they're you know the, the, the actual officers hats are not on they're not calling each other um sir and this and that you know they're making sure that they're you know they're 
they're posing as best they can. And then all of a sudden the flags go up, the, yeah. the cannons get lit up. And they just, <laughs> yeah. and they light scene. up the other ship. Yeah. The other, I really liked the movie by the way, but the other scene that was pretty harrowing was they're in that storm and they're trying to chase them down. They get caught in that storm and the mm-hmm. mast breaks off. Oh my and the God. One guy, yes. And the one sailor goes over with it and they have to cut him loose. Yeah, and let him drown yeah. off it out to sea. That was, that was yeah. harrowing. And it's like trying, trying to save him would have like put everyone else in danger, and so and they had to decide: yeah. kill right. him, like that classic, and like, save everyone, know. or try and save him and possibly put kill everyone else. And it's it was, but it's his friend that cuts him, cuts him yes. loose, right? Yes, his ba- like and his I, best the, buddy. And I believe oh. that is the guy that was insubordinate and got whipped. Yes, same, yes. Yeah, uh, I think it was the same guy. Yeah, yeah. I thought. Um, the one who had to do point. the cutting to, had to do the cutting yes okay. the yeah, one yeah, that, yeah. that that was there chopping them out um chopping the lines um the rope but uh to loved paul bettany as well gw mm-hmm. i thought crow was excellent the only thing that i didn't love about it was and i i'm sure this is something that was part maybe part of the novels is when they're at when they pit stop or whatever at the Galapagos they spend a lot of time there and and the doctor's going and trying to like get the animal like the new species yeah. of animals mm-hmm. discovering the things and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I just I didn't love that part but I, I loved when they were back on the water and all of that and I loved the, how it was shot um, it won for cinematography and sound editing so right. um, oh one for cinema it won for cinematography that was one yeah. of the ones. That, oh, that's brilliant! I love that. So, Absolutely, yeah. Just so well shot. The in the storm, the storm was was just amazing Ooh. filmmaking. Just to watch yeah. that um, unfold. So I really liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's a good flick. Hey, is this this is the one movie tonight we can actually go around the panel and get everybody's review. Everybody's right, first nice. five. Everybody's star. seen it. Yeah. Um. One of the things too I I liked about it is um how they portrayed like what it was really like at the time where there was 12 and 15 year old boys that were basically having to be men though, but being on the ship and fighting a war, but you know, they barely got pubes and they're fighting a war. It's, you know, and like nowadays, obviously we fucking, you know, wrap our kids in fucking bubble wrap before we said about the house yeah. but it was at a time where these young children were fighting wars it was yeah fucking crazy oh, back, I mean, those, those kids though like the one that loses his arm he's in the one the other one he's those are uh they come from families like they're not yeah. just street kids like, yeah those are uh wealthy families and mm-hmm. that boy that loses his arm he ends up leading the boarding party the charge at yeah. the end of the movie, he like fires the first shot, like charging right. over the wall. Um, yeah, he, he even, he even, ship. yeah, he even, yeah, he boards the other boat. I'm like this fucking twelve year old kid with one yeah. arm. Holy yeah, shit, stabbing like, the people, the <laughs> fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, so. that kid with that kid was a bad motherfucker though. He was yeah. like, remember, like even like uh, Paul Bettany's character when he when he amputated his arm was like, I've never seen someone braver than that. Yeah, twelve yeah. years old, you got your fucking arm chopped off because you could just quietly. Bullet. Yeah. quietly whimpering to himself as they're cutting yeah. his arm off oh, the sound in that was brutal yeah. but he was just a, he was just such like a like a nice little kid but he was also a bad bad was, dude yeah. like I, that was 
that was really awesome. I, I, I like, yeah, I like that about it. it speaking it was, of it was cool bad like dudes, the uh, the guy that ends up getting his skull repaired, yeah, like that knee, brain got, surgery, yeah, is, yeah, is yeah. the tattoos on his knuckles they like hold fast, hold fast, yeah, yeah. yeah. That guy was a bad. Well, he was the one that was leading the charge on the whole Jonah thing, like this Hollum's bad luck. He was the one that got everybody going. He's, on old, he's like the mm-hmm. oldest sailor there, yeah. Had and turns out he was right because the kid killed right? himself. And Everything got better after he did. There's a story. He was absolutely right. Dude's been a sailor for a thousand years i mean like yeah. he knew it i mean so i know i do that dp again thank you i i enjoyed it i thought it was a really good flick i i think it's one of those ones like we always talk about if i'm flipping through the ch- i know it's heavy but if i'm flipping through the channels i'm gonna watch the rest of it if it's on yeah i really am mm-hmm. so. it's a long movie it's an epic really i mean it, mm-hmm. yeah it's a good it it. it's a good what like two and a half hours it's it's, it's, like that, it's yeah. long yeah. yeah but it was it was worth it. it didn't feel like it but it was it was good yeah big fan so Awesome! I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. What about the uh, what about the rating? You want to do the ratings? Yeah, I was just about to start. Uh, see, like as just an overall, like the filmmaking, it's like a five star. Really, but really, yeah. The story brings it back down, so I give it like four and a quarter. Solid four and a quarter. Yeah, D- DP. I was actually at I was at like a four, but then after we talked about it and you guys kind of pointed out some things that I didn't notice. Um, I'm up to the same thing. I'm at four and a quarter. Now I bumped it up a little bit. So I'm at four and a quarter. I love it. That's exactly what I was going to put it at. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So AJ, where are you? I'm at a four. Four. Okay. Fair. That's solid. That's yeah, just 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 some some parts there that dragged a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, But but, you know, the parts at sea, they just kept it at C. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's four and a quarter, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but just keep yeah, it. I did actually in like that ocean. thing, though, that they kept trying to get Russell Crowe kept trying to get Paul Bettany to the Galapagos Islands. He was trying to do that for him. And he but fucked he him also, a couple times. Yeah. And then they get there once. And then the other ship fucks him. And he can't bring the animals back. And then at the end, he's yeah. like, okay, that animal, that, that, that thing, he, he doesn't fly. So he'll be there. So they were still going to go back. I did right. like that part about it. He was trying to stay true to his friend. So I mm. think there was a, a point where he admits, uh, Aubrey admits, we were only supposed to chase these motherfuckers to Brazil. And yeah. Then- <laughs> yeah. Oh, he and got so he got so relentless. He got he got so obsessed. And then remember, they did have a shot at them as well. But then that was right when Paul Bettany got shot, so they stopped and then yeah. rerouted. So yeah, I, again, I loved that relationship between the two of them. Yeah, they, they are great. We could go on all day about it, so we'll just yeah. Sorry. Let's, uh, yeah, let's end it there. All right, boys. So three movies down, one to go. And uh, we are we're swinging it back down to Charlotte. All right, Marky, you have you drew AJ this week. Uh, the last time you had AJ, you picked what the original The Thing, right? Uh, that's right, I did. Yeah. So I enjoyed that. That was a very spirited conversation between the two of you. I've mentioned many times it's one of my favorite conversations in the history of this podcast. So I hope you guys, I'm I'm, I'm setting you guys up here, so you better not fuck me. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you had AJ this week. Uh, tell me, tell us all the movie you picked and talk about it and then kick it on over to your boy. It's up to you. Sure. So I picked this movie for AJ because it's in black and white and that alone <laughs> I knew it would make him uh, appreciate Fair. it. Fair. Yeah. No, but um, the, the movie I picked for him is The Lighthouse that was made in 2000 or released in 2019 and uh, uh, written and directed by Robert Eggers. 
and he's the same guy. He hasn't done a whole lot of stuff. But he's the same guy that did The Witch, which was uh, like a bit of a thriller horror movie set in like Salem, America, you know, back in like the witch trials. Very creepy movie. Really well done. I like that one a lot. Very this creepy. Very <laughs> creepy. <laughs> the Lighthouse is set in, uh, I'm just going to read you the IMDb description. Two lighthouse keepers tried to maintain their sanity while living on a remote and mysterious New England island in the 1890s. And those two Ooh. lighthouse keepers are Willem Dafoe, who plays like this uh, senior uh, lighthouse keeper, and then Robert Pattinson, who plays uh, is almost like an apprentice kind of thing. Both those guys are powerhouses in this film when it comes to their acting performance. Willem Dafoe, my, this might be the, my favorite thing that he's done. He is just outstanding um and there's so much to kind of as simple as the story is and it, with it pretty much only being the two of them as the cast i feel like there's a lot to like kind of digest in this movie and there's a lot of uh speculation onto what the story really could mean because you could take it a lot of different ways it becomes clear pretty early on that there's a lot of nods to greek mythology and it just gets hmm. and like i said in the description uh they try to maintain their sanity at, at halfway through the movie you don't know like what's going on willem dafoe starts throwing these accusations at uh robert pattinson that like make you feel crazy <laughs> like as, as a viewer so it, it, i don't know it's i'll let aj speak on it because uh it's his movie that I wanted him to watch, but I like it a lot. And I was hoping that AJ would too. So let me know what you thought about it, Andrew. First of all, DPTW, you guys have not seen it. I haven't seen it. I've not. Yeah. <laughs> so tough. This is a tough room. Um, <laughs> so the, this is, there's a lot to unpack with this film. It's it's mm -hmm. two guys. That's it. It's Defoe and Robert Pattinson. There's images of this mermaid at some point. So there's another actress in it. She, she's Barely. nothing. Yeah, right. It's Defoe and Pattinson, Pattinson in this like sort of epic struggle um, for their for their own sanity. And you know, at points like to try to to try to figure out who they they don't know who they are. I feel like at times, like even quite literally, like Robert Pattinson says he's one person and then no spoilers. I'm trying not to spoil. It's okay. If you do, we, we, um, it'd be hard to talk about. But you, find, without, you, yeah. you, you find, you find, you find out that he's not who he says he is for a somewhat sinister reason. He's lying about uh, who he is. He's on the run um, pretty much. He's yeah. Mm -hmm. He's, he committed a heinous crime and basically what they are is, is these two lighthouse keepers willem defoe's former like assistant like number two yeah. since the assistant is number two his former number two um you know is no longer uh, you know uh, on assignment for mysterious reasons we find out later what happened to him i believe 
You believe. But the, <laughs> there's, I, there's so I think I believe because this, yeah, I don't right? know you what reality is. I sure. don't know what reality is in that film. Yeah. Sometimes hmm. because Pattinson is slowly going crazy and he's seeing images of this mermaid. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like furiously masturbating to this like <laughs> um like nightly to this like it's a little wooden, wooden figurine wooden figurine of a mermaid he's just like jerking off and it's it's just and then they and then they're only supposed to be there for four weeks mm-hmm. and they they somehow they miss whoever was supposed to pick them up or whatever. And they're it's stuck a, there. A storm. Yeah. A storm, a yeah. storm like pushes uh, it out was they don't, whoever it is, doesn't show up. They start like getting shit faced together. Like yeah. nightly, these drunken stupors singing and dancing and then fighting each other. Like it's <laughs> and just dancing. this. Yeah. Dancing yeah. Again and, and fighting again. Like literally it's like hanging it's, out with DP for a night. <laughs> <laughs> it's like literally this dance they're doing. And it's such a hard movie to talk about, but I think what the director was going for was this, was the Greek mythology. I read some things about this and the whole, the whole, the whole thing is, hold on. I'm just turning on my light. The whole thing is Pattinson's the assistant. So Defoe gives them like all these shit jobs during the day, like, like, yeah, he, like, like he runs a tight scooping ship. like coal and, and scrubbing the decks, uh, the floor and the walls and paint and like washing the walls of the lighthouse. But he will not let him go to the top of the lighthouse and see the light. Like yeah. that's all Pattinson <laughs> wants to do at one point. He's going to he just wants to see the light. And, and Will Defoe, Defoe is like he will not let defensive. him. Yeah, he, yeah, very, very defensive, and he won't tell him why. He just says, "I that the light belongs to me." Yeah. He he also Defoe has this sort of like, like he's very superstitious. He's like this like real like old timer, um, and and he says like you know I saw like at one point Pattinson's out doing his menial labor and there's like the seagull that's pestering him and he's like trying to shoo it away and um later on in the day or during dinner or whatever defoe's character says like i saw you out there with the girl you better not do anything to it or whatever it's bad luck those Mm -hmm. gulls are like the souls of sailors you know those seagulls and you know and, and it's bad luck to kill a seabird and so what does Pattinson do in a fit of rage a few days later? <laughs> he takes the bird and smashes it on the rocks. Like doesn't just grabs kill it by it. the neck. Yeah. 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 He just beats it to death on these rocks. And and they get into a whole row row about this thing. And 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 it's sort of like, I don't know, it leads them toward like more of it. And they get in this epic fight and 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 you know, Defoe finds out that Pattinson's not who he says he is. Pattinson finds out that Defoe's writing all this stuff in this book about like, I don't know, his, things his that would like book. stop. He has logbook that like would dock Pattinson's pay and stuff. Like it's this whole thing. And Pattinson just, he really needs to see this light. So they get in this huge fight and push comes to shove. Pattinson does end up getting up there. 
And then just what culminates from that sort of is what the Greek mythology, the, the final shot of the movie is one of the, one of the nods to Greek mythology and Prometheus. And he stole like fire from Mount Olympus to bring it to humans, uh, to mankind so that they could have it. And then he got punished by being strung up and had an Eagle come down like every day and, you know, chew out his innards, his liver, his organs or whatever. Uh, other organs as well and the the final shot i won't say exactly what happens but it's very it's eerily similar Mm -hmm. but then this other thing i thought was are they the same person because pattinson Hmm. is like the young Hmm. guy defoe are they like is it not really are they the same person like colliding in this like this time period. I don't know what it is because mm-hmm. Defoe's got like, I think he's got one bad leg. And when Pattinson like falls down the stairs at one point, you can hear like a crack, like he breaks a, his leg or something. Hmm. So I'm like, is that him? I don't know. That's a, that's, that's like a wicked long shot in my head, but it's really, it's a really tough movie to, to decipher, but absolutely. I will also say it's a tough movie to watch. It's not a fun movie. No. <laughs> There's nothing fun about watching The Lighthouse. You know, I appreciate the acting and I appreciate what Egg- Eggers was going for. And I think by, by and large, he pulls it off. And, you know, he had definitely had a singular vision for this. And I like filmmakers that do that, that just, you know, they stick to their guns and they want to put their vision on the screen and they're not pandering and they're not catering. They're just making the film they want to make. And Mm -hmm. I think the lighthouse was the film he wanted to make. And I appreciated him for that. And I appreciate the film. It's just a tough slog. It's tough to get through. But once you get to the end, you think to yourself, Holy shit. He really had something there. Mm-hmm. It's a unique movie for sure, and the, the you know like I, I mentioned earlier, it's in black and white, but it's also shown on a more narrow aspect ratio. Yes, which, I think that was to like promote like that claustrophobic, absolutely tightness of the lighthouse. He's also giving them like the Defoe's also giving Pattinson like these like almost like female type jobs, like washing the kitchen uh-huh. and doing these things. And the lighthouse is a phallic symbol. And it's yeah. like, it's got that symbolism to it too. And he's the, he's the man of the house. And it would, it would, there was, there's so much going on in this film. Yeah. This, this movie, and I'm, that's what I mentioned earlier. It's only, it's just the two of them. The description of it is only like a, a, a couple lines long on IMDb. It's a, a very simple premise. But there are a dozen ways you can interpret this movie. Uh, you know, a couple dozen ways. It's just there's so much, like you said earlier, to unpack in this. There's nods to the Greek mythology. That bird that he kills earlier, it's a it's a one-eyed bird. And then later, like he's missing an eye. It's almost like you know, an odd to Odin and Norse mythology. Um, there's a, a direct mention of Poseidon. Um, also, you know, with him. It was uh, it's Icarus that flew too close to the sun and died, and that's almost yes. 
it's uh, uh, almost what happens to Pattinson with going up to the lighthouse, gets too close to the light. Um, and even though it's like, black and white, it's just yeah. shot so well like and pretty. And just that monochrome colors on a bleak landscape is somehow done very pretty. Everything about that movie was bleak. Yes. Like everything about it. It's not only black and white, but it's like a cold movie. Everything's mm-hmm. cold yes. and wet and stormy. And oh, it- the part where uh, Defoe is in the grave and like he's chewing on dirt. The actor Willem Defoe is like making this monologue while he's in a grave, and there's dirt being shoveled onto his face, and you can right. see him chewing on dirt. There's so much of that movie where you're like, like in, what Drew was saying, where it's cold. The guys are on this new england island and it just looks so bitterly cold not quite frozen but like 33 degrees just cold yeah, yeah just like nasty yeah. wet cold and you right. feel it for them uh yeah it's awful. right the whipping with the whipping wind because mm-hmm. they're right on the ocean like yeah. they can't escape that yeah they're trapped there and it gives you that sense throughout the entire film I can't recommend it enough as long as you're as long as you're uh, prepared for you know that bleakness that coldness that it's not a fun movie no but mm-hmm. there is it's like a some very well executed movie and it's a well uh, told story and the acting is first rate absolutely I, I did find myself laughing at a couple scenes like Willem Dafoe's character is ripping farts like every once in a while. <laughs> and eventually Robert Pattinson just like blows up on him, you know, because yeah, he together. calls him out on it. Yeah. yeah, he's like, and you're a fucking farts. He's got this hardcore New England accent. He's like, and you're a goddamn farts. And Robert Willem Dafoe's character has like this old sailor's speak. You know, he's an old crusty sailor. Do you yeah. not like me cooking, son? Like, it's, it's just so. Oh, that's a big fight between them too about his cooking. Yeah, uh, everything turns into like this big production between them because that's like all they have is each other. Yeah. It's a big battle between them. It's like a battle of it's monologues a... too, as the actors. Um, yes, that yes. That Will Defoe gives when he when, curses them. Yeah, curse, hark, hark. Yes, and then he Willem Defoe doesn't blink that entire monologue. It's insane, and he just it, yeah, like I said, some of the best acting, in my opinion, I think the best role. It's, it's like a showcase of Willem Dafoe's acting skills. It is insane. And I think Robert Pattinson, you know, to to have the uh, the honor of being alongside Dafoe for that, because I mean, mm-hmm. Dafoe is Dafoe is a top notch actor. Mm-hmm. He is he's one of the best out there. Yeah. And and Pattinson and Pattinson's one of those up and coming guys, right? So. That yeah. Um, that people have are paying attention to now, and to get a role like this alongside an actor of that ilk mm-hmm. i think just speaks a lot um about what he can bring to the table in a yeah. film agreed willem so, uh, defoe willem defoe there we go <laughs> um and yeah there's no there's no when I, I first saw this movie in theaters and when i got out i and i got home i immediately started looking stuff up i'm like what the fuck did i just watch this time I watched it last night and I played it with the subtitles on because 
there's a, it's hard to catch a lot of what uh, Willem Dafoe says because of his old sailor speak. Yes, yeah. there's a lot to be missed. Um, and I even still with the subtitles on. I rewound it a couple times. It's on Amazon Prime right now for free. If you guys yes, it, it is. It's been free on Prime for a while. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's a line from Esquire to describe the film. Soggy, creaky, and oppressively downcast. It's a film of briny menace and flatulent humor, <laughs> charting its two protagonists' attempts to complete their isolated job while coping with the resentment, distrust, and psychosis, psychosis that soon threatens to subsume them. Jesus. I mean, nice. it's just... All I heard was fart jokes, so I'm in. <laughs> um, yeah, when, yeah, it's whenever... a four, 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 three aspect ratio, uh, weathered black and white. It's not just like black and white. It's Grainy the black and white, white is yeah. like this. Uh, it's just this. You can feel the cold. I'm watching yeah. that film. I'm like shivering. Yeah, but uh, the whenever the there's a certain turning point in the movie. I guess it's when the luck their luck runs out after he kills that goal um i can't believe i didn't watch this i'm so mad i haven't watched it now like hearing you guys talk about it and like fuck i wish i watched it i'm so mad it's like i said it's one of those movies where everyone so many different people are going to have like a different interpretation of what it is and i think even as you know the more times you watch it you could you could pull a different interpretation out of it um but it's yeah, as simple as, as the premise is, it's just outstandingly done. Mm. Um, and I'm really excited to see what this guy does next. I was looking at the, the director, writer. Great. Was it Mark or Mike Eggers? Um, oh, Robert Eggers? I was way off. Robert Eggers, thank you. Um, His brother co-wrote it. Swimmy, Slappy, Swanson. <laughs> Samsonite. <laughs> Samsonite. I was uh, way off. I think his brother co-wrote it with him, You're but correct. actually, his brother wrote a uh, a Is film. His brother David Eggers, Max. Oh, no. okay. I'll say David Eggers, David Eggers, Eggers amazing, an amazing book. author. Yeah. Oh my god. No, so um, they they co-wrote it, but I think it was originally the brother's script, but it wasn't the same script. It was something else, uh-huh. and they turned it into this gotcha. eventually. Um, looking at his IMDb, IMDb page, there is a uh, movie in post-production right now that he's got that's the premise of it is a, uh, a Viking revenge story, and which just sounds awesome. Mm. So, and uh, if you guys haven't seen The Witch, I recommend that one as well. I've um, seen The Witch. Great. Yeah, I think they do some yeah, unique movies. It's fucked guys. up, yeah, but it's, it's good. It is fucked up. Yeah, it's, yes. an, it's another one you got to have the subtitles on because of that old English yeah, that, yeah. They're, that they're... Um, that they're speaking in this mm-hmm. very, um, it's very authentic. It feels like in that time in New England. Well, they they based the script of the witch off of letters from that time period. So they hundred percent were they pulled uh, direct you know lines right. out of letters. I guess I guess Eggers mm. is a New Englander. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So at New Hampshire maybe, yeah. and so his films are all kind of. Stories um, gonna, from that area. Gonna, stories from the area. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot of. I mean, especially because of the, you know, colonial, pre-colonial time. There's a lot of interesting history in the north northeast United yeah. States. Um, to, to especially for this type of filmmaker that he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that can do these uh, 
they can go yes. to the uh, to a, to the well, the New England well, many mm-hmm. times. Yeah, yes, yeah. so I'm definitely excited to see what he comes up with next. Um, so AJ, what would you, uh, out of a five star rating, what would you give this one? God, this is a tough one to score because, like I said, it's not the easiest film to watch. Yeah, but I did, um, I did enjoy both acting performances. I did enjoy. I think what when a director can really put you in that frame of mind, that bleakness, that that coldness, that that thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's 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 the mark of something really brilliant. So four point five. Yeah. Wow. Whoa. I, so, uh, I was wowie, gonna um, I was going to downplay it and give it a four point two five just because I feel like this movie is incredibly unique and exactly what you just said you get the feeling that the director and writer they were able to bring their vision to life without minimal interference it doesn't feel like they compromised anything in that film they made the film they wanted to make and this came from the a24 production company which did the witch as well and i don't know if you guys have if you follow A24, but they're they're uh, my current favorite production company. They're doing a lot of weird shit. The Lobster, Swiss Army Man. Oh, like dude, some... I gotta watch The Lobster. I love Colin Farrell. That movie yeah. looks fucking weird, which is my favorite. Yeah, that's the guy that that's the guy that directed uh, uh, the favorite with Olivia mm. Coleman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another one I gotta say, yeah. That's a crazy film. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, me and DP don't get to. Uh, put our ratings in uh, yeah, that's definitely yeah. a movie I, I do want to see I'll, it's I'll on amazon yeah it, so so yeah, marky yeah, did you land on what'd you land on uh for the score i'd give it a i, I gave it a 4.25 but i honestly i don't really feel the only reason i give it a 4.25 is just because it's it is uh bleak and almost it's enjoyable to watch but at the same time like it's not a you know it's the exact opposite of a feel-good movie so it's, it is in that regards like a little bit difficult to get through, but it's just so well done that you know it's yeah, yeah. four point uh, four point five four it's it's up there. Yeah, I'm giving that wow. extra you know bump to it because I think the vision was so clear in this film. Yeah, and the, yeah. and the director made something that affected me. AJ, um, look, 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 can I just ask AJ this real quick uh, question? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, wow. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey. Enough. Enough. Stop it. Sorry. Dog dog. Dog's getting a little pissed. I have a ground I have my new place is a ground floor apartment and there's someone right outside. She's getting a little she's getting a little steamed. Hey. <laughs> uh let me say, AJ, any movie of uh that I rank at a four point five is usually like in my top fifty, top sixty. Would you put the lighthouse in there for you? I would actually. I just I Whoa! holy shit, I, I have to watch this now. I think it's yeah, just a tremendous film. I'd put it there. Um, it's not an easy watch. No, it's not an easy watch. That's the only reason be... I came. Uh, my first, my first thought on it I was like a four point two five, just because it's not easy. But I, I think it some is of the so good. some of the best films you got to be patient with. Uh-huh. You know, you got you yeah. got to stick yeah. them out. You oh, I really love those. I love those slow out. burns. Those slow burns are nice. So they yeah. kind of really in and, for a while, and then and I and I think at the end. Yeah, and I think it's it's not just the slow burn for me. It's also um, just 
it's just that it's it, it he intentionally puts you in this position watching it where it's just it's a difficult story to watch yeah yes intentionally and digest, and and digest. Mm-hmm. so he does that intentionally it's not like a difficult movie to understand i don't think um and to marky's point it's a simple setup mm-hmm. these two dudes go for a four-week stint to do maintenance on this lighthouse and yeah. so the, then the, just and the, it's what happens to them during that time frame yeah so the setting is small it's on an island it's you know it's not like it's a small, a small film lighthouse. two act basically <laughs> right. two actors going at it yeah and that's what i love that's I, I like small films like that too i just i think um um you can stay focused on that there's not like master and commanders is huge production with lots of you know what i mean and, and they did such a great job but there's something to be mm-hmm. said for this like smaller little film um with these two exceptional actors just going at it and uh like you know we've talked about it's in black and white it's it's uh showcased on a narrow aspect ratio and it's uh got not not, i wouldn't call it a filter but it feels like it was filmed on an older camera to where it gives it a little bit of that grainy effect yeah Um, like kind of kind of not washed out but um like worn out almost sure so all that makes it like a real i don't know how it's all that makes it feel like an older film, but there is uh, every once in a while, there'll be something in the movie that is a very much modern uh, special effect, but it's done like it, they just slip it in there to where it, it, it's, it, you know, you almost don't believe your eyes. Like it's, it's, you feel crazy with the actors on the, on this Island and the special right. effects they put in there, like the mermaid and like these tentacles yes. and shit. Because hmm. it, it, it's black and white, grainy. I, I don't want to call it grainy because it's not like it's it's clear, but it, you know, it's, when you see it, you'll understand. It just looks like an old film. Yeah. And and the and, and the and the um the single mindedness of to be authentic, I think, is 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 something that the film uh, achieves as well. It's very authentic. It's, you feel like you're on this island in the eighteen nineties, oh, yeah. you know, and and you're suffering with them. Through mm-hmm. all of this, so yeah. And then you learn more, and more I, about I, the characters. Talk so much about it, but four and a half. Yeah, yeah we'll we'll go. Great, we'll go. Fi- great me, film. Me and DP will get to it, and then we'll, yeah. we'll decide. Actually, DP, that means that there's a chance that this thing gets to the vault. Yeah, we will. We will have a vault episode. I mean, with so that, that high of ratings, yeah, that that's happening. Got to watch. I was actually going to talk to Marky about about that uh, uh-huh. because because uh guys uh, again if you don't have anything else to say about uh the lighthouse i think i mean uh, without uh giving a good, full minute by minute breakdown i think we did it yeah so marky that actually leads me to you're up next week right oh shit am i did we uh did we did we come through i mean we had that th- the conversation about the thing last time yeah yeah no it was and great it was lovely again these are those are two movies i've never seen oh yeah so, you, yeah, you were uh yeah, how did you feel about it? You a absolutely on this came one? through. You okay, absolutely good. came through. I thought I thought it was great. I, again, it's a movie that I definitely need to see. Um, I kind of wanted to see it before I heard your conversation. I definitely need yeah. to see it now. So, uh, and I, I didn't. You guys didn't like hardcore spoil it for me because you didn't really give me. You yeah. didn't talk about the big payoff in the end. So I'm yeah, still, I I'm still, still want to see it. So definitely yeah, get spoiled. So yeah, you, guys yeah, you guys are great. You guys, you guys, you do a great job. I loved it. Yeah, uh, very well done. Thanks, I definitely guys. want to see it, and I will. I'll try to get to it this week. So, um, 
but I wanted to talk about next week. Marky, it's your, yeah. um, it's your week. And I know, let's be honest, let's be honest for a minute. Sometimes oh. you, cause you nah. have a, a, a young, uh, a, a baby, you have a baby, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, you work Twice. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, sometimes you, you struggle to come up with an idea that that's, that's not, that's not a that's flaw. True. That's not a flaw. That is just, that's just the reality. And, um, so if you can't come up with something, uh, just let me know, because we can finally do the vault episode that we've been talking about. Mm. And I've got I can, no problem doing that. If we I can throw you some ideas that. of what I think it should be, yeah. I can send it out in a group text and we can kind of get together and figure out yeah. what it is. And that way it'll take the pressure off you having to come up with something and not have to worry about it. And then uh, it could be a week that we don't really have to, well, for the most part, don't have to watch a movie, but um Maybe that again. Is bigger thing for me is uh, yeah. I, I barely have time to watch anything yeah. anymore. At, well, at this, at least at this time. Uh, so and good, um, yeah, good thing you do a movie podcast that you yeah, right? watch movies. Yeah. Congratulations. That's, well, that's we really... started this during a quarantine. That's and... fair. That's fair. I, I yeah. will give you that. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, so. The baby is uh, old enough now to where she's crawling around trying to stick her fingers in light sockets. So that's fair too. Yeah, keep an uh, eye on it. Right. We All do right, it on so, Friday. She's in bed. So, but every other time, she's actively trying to kill herself. Yeah. So, All right, guys. So let, I will um, – I know – That's a problem but, uh, now? Right. We, <laughs> All right. Sorry. We have the Super Bowl starting in about an hour, so I know we're going to um, – Hey, now. We're going to actually not – I don't know. We, we'll probably t- – we can, we can text during the Super Bowl. I don't think that's a big deal. It's just no. texting. It gives a shit. Yeah. They, have to, they have to huddle up every few seconds, so we'll fucking – we'll text. But um, I will go over what I think is a good idea for the vault. But, Marky, it is your – it is your oh, week, so I want you to be okay with it. 100%. And, um, I, I like it. I've, I've, we've been talking about doing this for a while, yeah. so we go ahead and start it. Yeah, I think it kills two birds with, with one stone. You know, like yeah. you don't, you know, you don't have a lot of time, so I, th- I think it, it all works. So we will talk about it. I'll send out a group text after we're done tonight. But before we finish for the night, I think we should very quickly do Super Bowl predictions. What do you guys sure. think? Oh, oh I wow. thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say AJ's under the radar pick of the week. Uh, I do like I do like that AJ, but it's Super Bowl Sunday. We got to do it, unless you have one AJ. Oh, by the way, by the way, it's it's the gift starring Jason Bateman. Oh, I've seen the gift. It's it's fantastic. 2015 with Joel and, Edgerton. Uh, Joel Edgerton, and I forget the the wife. I forget the Rebecca yeah, Hall. dude, that movie's awesome. Edgerton directs yeah, it. Too. Oh, guys, see that movie, The Gift. It's, it's creepy. Oh, it's creepy, creepy as, hell. as fuck, but What's it has an unbelievable. It has an unbelievable. Uh, um, so ba- ba- Bateman, Bateman, and and, and the, the uh, Rebecca Hall. I, I don't know her that well. She's in the town. Uh, they they're married. They're married. Oh, okay. They're a married yeah. couple. They move from Chicago to Los Angeles to um, for a job promotion or whatever for uh-huh. B- Bateman's character, and an old like school uh, school f- a friend from school like grade school. Uh-huh. Uh, comes back into Jason Bateman's character's life. That's yeah. yeah, he mm-hmm. gives him okay. a gift, and then and then he just starts randomly like showing up. It just everything gets unravels. It I actually saw I saw and, the and theater. It's good. It's really yeah, good, Re- guys. Rebecca Hall was in the uh, the movie Professor Marston and the Wonder Women. Yes. Which we've never yeah. spoken about she on this can, podcast. Right. No, well, we did, and then you edited it out. But she can get it. <laughs> Don't and, tell uh, anyone. Yeah, right, right. So, uh, but yeah, AJ, good call. I love that movie. I saw it in the theater. I thought it was awesome. Guys, check that one out. The gift is awesome. Okay. Um, 
Not the gift from 2000 where Katie Holmes right, shows right, her tits. Right, the gift right, right. Katie Holmes' tits, the opposite of the Holocaust. Right, yeah. we've, we've talked about that, right. So um, it's the 2015 for, The Gift. Yeah, for a while I thought that I didn't know the movie was called The Gift. I thought it was just actually a gift that Katie yeah. Holmes showed her boobs. Showed her tits. Those so, were about yeah. as perfect. Right. And I found out that was actually the name of the movie. Yeah. The, the rest of the movie is useless. I mean, it's, yeah. let's be honest. It's just one gift. <laughs> I, I just <laughs> found out the other day, Kate Blanchett. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I don't. Uh, someone else, Greg Kinnear, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but anyways, some other um, fucking cunts. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's get, guys, what are the Super Bowl predictions? Come on. Let's Come on, do let's it. Go. Because we got, we got three fucking x tb12 like we've been we've mm-hmm. done this marky we've done the super bowl many many times around here so yeah well marky, yeah, what do you with, like for the, the super patriots bowl tonight? What i do you like tonight i want to see tom brady's buccaneers win it the tb tom brady All buccaneers right. but, I, stole that but I know Gilbert. marky but yeah. I, I know you want that but who do you think is going to win this one um well i think it's gonna be close i think it's gonna be a high scoring game mm-hmm. i think it's gonna be close mm-hmm. yep and you know it's hard to call because they're both high scoring teams I, to be honest, I don't know how I don't know much about their defense. You know, because I've I've only watched they're all right. Yeah. I've only they're watched right. uh, uh, like a, one or two of the Buccaneers games this season, and I think I only watched like part of the Chiefs in the playoffs. So, um, but I know they're both like high scoring teams. The records are pretty similar. Um, you know, it's Tom Brady. He's been here a dozen times before, and he, you know, just. Uh, uh, always rises to the expectations yeah. of just yeah. being that that fucking number one quarterback but patrick mahomes is uh he's turning into almost like a younger version of tom brady yeah. so yeah. The new it'll tom be interesting brady. yeah Mar- marky i will say to piggyback off you i i will say on paper i'm like this is chiefs all the way like i mean they just yeah. they have the higher power offense they i think they have the more playmakers on the defensive side i but there's just something about Tom Brady in the Super Bowl and the fact that this so bitch to... is in Tampa. Yeah. This is in Tampa tonight. So yeah, wasn't this like the first like a uh, home game? Yeah, Super Bowl the yeah, ever? yeah. Which I, I don't know. The there is just something about that. I just again, if I if just smart money, I had to pick. I would say the Chiefs. But there's just I've just seen it with Brady too many times living here in in, in Massachusetts. I think yeah. the Bucks are going to pull this off tonight. I really right, do. I'll I give, don't I'll, know why. I don't know why. I just do. All right. I'll give it to you straight up. My pick, Tampa Bay 42, Kansas City 35. That, I mean, that that could happen. AJ, what do you think? What's the line on this? Oh, I don't know. Like Kansas yeah. City's three and a half. I was going to say, it's got to be close to even with Tampa Bay basically being near home. But if, wait, if, if Kansas City's got three and a half, that means basically yeah, six and a half, half because you get three for being at home. Usually, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, so Kansas City's got the line big time. So I'm torn on this one because the Chiefs have proven the last couple of years that, you know, they just come back from whatever and they're just going to win it. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. That's what I struggle with. But I feel like Tom is – he has 36 touchdowns and no interceptions in the red zone this year. Yeah, it's, 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 it's obscene. It's, it's obscene. Automatic. His numbers. It's, it's automatic obscene. that the Tampa Bay defense is good against the run. I think, you know, not that that, not that that hampers Kansas City at all. They're no. just 
give the ball to Mahomes and Just throw it, <laughs> razzle dazzle, and yeah. <laughs> throw weird underhand shovel yeah. passes. Super <laughs> annoying. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, but I I kind of like how the Bucks are playing right now. Right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, I loved how they played in the NFC Championship game. That they looked like the dominant team in the NFC Championship game. Right, right. Um, I like them tonight. I want to say. Not as high scoring as as DP thinks. I want to say it's like thirty three thirty. Okay, thirty three thirty bucks. I think it's gonna be a great tilt, regardless. I just again, I've just seen too much from Brady. Like I just, this is where he steps up. You, you so. can't bet against him. You can't yeah. at this point. So all right, well, we got it in. Um, we all think the Bucks are taking this tonight, right, Mark? Yeah, I think just yeah. by slightly. I think so. Barely. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's yeah. It's obviously smart money's the Chiefs. Smart money's Chiefs. I just got this feeling. The last the last team to uh, go back to back were the Patriots in oh uh, oh three yeah. and oh four. Yeah, yeah. The 0-3 yeah. and oh four season. So, so it, it'll be it's not a for, common thing. It'll be a great game. No, this this gonna be, be a great game for either. You know, I, I this is one of the few Super Bowls where like I'd be happy with either team taking it for different sure, reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. Uh, and you know, I never thought I'd be rooting for the Buccaneers. And, yeah. and it's funny, yeah. like the Bucks, the Bucks made the Packers look like an ordinary team last yeah. uh, two weeks ago. And you have to, but you do have to admit that the Chiefs have a better coach. I mean, Andy Reid's a better coach than Bruce Arians. Yeah. Bruce Arians is an ass clock. That's what you know. I listened to Bill yeah. Bird's podcast, and he actually he, he said Arians that was, he thinks it's, this game's going to come down to coaching. The, like the players, the team is there for both. Yeah, of them. but the offense is basically, and Arians admitted this. He's letting Brady do a lot of coaching out there. So he's calling the plays. He's calling the audibles. Yeah. He's, he's, I mean, the guy's been in the league for 21, 22 years. Yeah. Like he knows mm-hmm. he's, there's not anything that you're going to throw at him that he's not going to be able to counter, right. switch out, switch out of, move into, yeah. audible into, right. whatever. Right. Yeah. I think that Arians, yeah, he'll throw a play out there, but Brady's going to do, he's going to get to the line of scrimmage and he's going to make, He's gonna make the call. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and so yeah. And he does Bucks. have Ev- he does have Evans. He does have Godwin. He has that young kid that made the crazy catch a few weeks ago. What's his name? The wide receiver. Oh, oh uh d- I I look for him to make some plays. Tonight. McGee. I feel like his last name's Johnson, but he has a like a funny for uh Tyler. He's a Tyler McGee. Yeah, that's it. Jerk off McGee. That's him. Yeah. Well, anyway, look for, look for him. Scotty Miller. Do you watch for Scotty Miller tonight? I mean, that's my boy. Look for look for look for the wide receivers, like the not the big names, but the other guys to make some plays, and look for Fernet to make some plays tonight. Too. Yeah, he plays well. He's been good. Yeah. So, all right, he's we, been we, good. We could uh, we could talk football forever. So we uh, yeah, we need to yeah, call this before we go too long. Kel- Kelsey's the, the movie Kel- Kelsey's the only say, thing. I'm, just Kelsey's hamstring the only thing I'm worried about. Yeah. yeah, he's the only thing I'm worried about is Kelsey. He's a man. If I'm a Bucks fan, so you know. All right, boys. Listen, before we go on and uh, do any more of Inside the NFL for another uh, <laughs> hour or so, I gotta go. I gotta go cook dinner for my for my peeps here. And uh, listen, guys, I just want to thank you again for uh, being flexible this weekend. I know it wasn't easy. I know we normally go on Fridays. This has just been a crazy weekend. So thank you for being flexible. I know it's weird doing it on a uh, recording on a Sunday afternoon. We'll definitely shoot for next Friday night. And we'll do it again. Uh, Marky and 
the boys. We will. Uh, I'll send out a group text uh, in a little while. We'll talk yeah. about my idea again. It's my idea, Marky, but I want you to. I have uh, no problem these days passing yeah. the torch when it comes to ideas. Yes. Yeah. So right. we'll go over that later. I'll send out a group text. We'll talk about it, and I think the vault episode is going to be really fun. We'll probably do that next week. And uh, guys, anything, anything before we go? Uh, DP. Oh, you know what? DP, drop social media real quick. Yes, good call. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, rate, uh, review the podcast. Every review you write helps us a lot. And uh, drop us a line. Let us, you know, send us an email. We are movie at uh, moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. And you can hit us up on social media. We're pretty much everywhere Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're at moviecouncilpod. And we'd love hearing for you, from you, especially if you've never reached out before. Reach out now. We, we Please do. Know. We, we, we want to hear from everybody. So worst yeah, drop case, us a line. Worst case scenario, you could end or best case scenario, you could end up in a movie council rivalry with another person. Yeah. Talking shit, which is yes. fun. So you can have a war it. like bearded thigh tickler yeah. and rachel are having as, as if yeah. we didn't as if we didn't manufacture that at all you know we will manufacture <laughs> any feud that we need to so yeah. uh that's yeah, great you guys. send us an email is that, is and that we something will start people, a fight is that, is, is that something people want <laughs> have you ever read youtube so. comments that's all people do is fight on the internet come on that's that a very good point that, that people love it so Passive aggressive fighting is the best. Yeah. So, uh, all right, guys, um, let the, we got a Super Bowl to watch in about uh, T minus about 50 minutes. So, um, we'll call for the evening, guys. Uh, thank you for your work this week again. Yeah, thank you awesome, for being flexible guys. for myself, DP, Marky, and AJ. Guys, thanks again. Uh, and we'll talk to you again in a week. Good night. Night, night. Good night. Love you, mom. So, where's the episode? The movie council is adjourned. <laughs>